This is an Ion Annapolis bonus podcast. We are here in the Maryland room, which I've never been in, of the new Michael Bush Library on West Street in Annapolis. And it is a beautiful facility. You've got to come and check it out if you haven't. But this is one of their conference rooms. And we are with Natanya Levioff, who is the race director for the upcoming 911 Heroes Run or 911 Heroes Run. How do you, 911 or 911? 911. 911? We'll go with 911. <laughs> so this is the 911 Heroes Run, which is a signature event with the Travis Mannion Foundation, which has its. Roots probably, well, roots up in Pennsylvania, more roots down here in Annapolis, and uh, continues on up in Doylestown, Pennsylvania as well. And this has been an annual event uh, to to raise money and raise awareness about Travis Mannion, right? Well, I think it's it's more about raising awareness about the day and and what happened, not only on 9-11 and, and the lives lost that day, but also in memory of our service members who've died in all of the wars and activities since, who've had residual health issues as a result of being at Ground Zero trying to rescue uh, folks at that time. And so while it is a a, a pretty large fundraising kind of event for the programs of the Travis Mannion Foundation, I would say that it's, it's really about honoring and remembering that day, those lost, but also the acts of bravery and humanity and community that we also saw in, in that day and in the days that followed. Right. Well, 9-11, I mean, we are now in the, I can't believe this, but it's been the 20th 20 anniversary. Years. Yeah. And this year I know for Navy is incredibly special because Navy football is playing Air Force on September 11th. And I know that they're deep in the planning for remembrances and commemorations and honoring those that the service academies lost on 9-11. They're having a special thing for the Army-Navy game, which is, again, right in the shadows of New York. It's going to be played up at MetLife Stadium, Mm -hmm. I believe, up in uh, East Rutherford, New Jersey. I do have my my, uh, cruddy hotel (laughs) reservation already. Uh, not not a whole lot of hotel choice up there. It's not the best place, but <laughs> darn it, I'm close, and I've got a. <laughs> and we're going to be there. <laughs> I've, I've, I've got a bed, um, but 20 years is just uh, absolutely amazing. And I think that really to start off, who's Travis Mannion for those that aren't aware? So Travis is a Naval Academy graduate. He graduated in the class of 2004, and so he was certainly one of the young people who made a choice. Uh, to come to the academy uh, in the shadow of the actual day of of 9-11. And he wanted to follow in his father's footsteps. His father is a retired colonel in the Marine Corps, and so he chose the Marines when Those he graduated. Those Marines have a way of doing that to you, though. <laughs> I think anytime you have a service member in the family... <laughs> There's a little bit of pressure. Or not, depending, right. but at least uh, talk about someone to look up to and, and anything... Um, that takes place when someone you know, whether they're family or not, that they make a choice to p- be in service to this country, I think is an incredible uh, thing and, and something to look up to. And, and so I would offer that was that was how Travis kind of viewed things with respect to, to right. his dad. He saw what his dad was doing and wanted to, to serve this country uh, along with so many others. Uh, so he would have uh, two tours uh, over in Iraq after he graduated his second one being the one where we lost him. And right before he left, uh, he had an opportunity to go up to New York City and go to Rescue One, which is the firehouse uh, out of all the FDNY houses who lost literally, I think, except one member. They lost everyone 
on 9-11. Uh, I'm not sure how that invitation came to be, but he got to go up and tour the house and meet uh, all of the staff there. It had to be and powerful for a young kid at the, at the yeah, time. Yeah, he was only two years out of, of graduating at that point, mm-hmm. right? So he's a, he's a first lieutenant in the Marine Corps. He was just at the start of his service. And all of these folks in this firehouse were thanking him because they knew he was a Marine. And, and I think for Travis, that was just so mind-blowing in that I'm only two years in. You're the house that sent everybody down. Practically no one came back. You rebuilt yourselves. I'm just at the start. How 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 are you thanking me? And so I think it just really enforced and reinforced for him why he was doing the mission that he was doing. It gave him an incredibly renewed sense of purpose, not that he didn't have a sense of purpose already, and a renewed passion for why he chose the line of work that he did. And they sent him home with a hat uh, from the house that says 9-11, never forget. He gave it to his father and said, hold on to this for me uh, before he deployed on what would be his final deployment overseas. And uh, we lost him uh, by a sniper in an ambush. Uh, in April of 2007. So uh, certainly a very tough, tough phone call to get from from our wrestling uh, coach at the time. He was a Travis was a wrestler at the Naval Academy. I do the announcing for the team. So I knew Travis during his entire Naval Academy career as a wrestler, as a mid. Uh, So have, have been I've been a part of this, you know, before this story had to be had to be told. And and so the foundation was created by the family to just honor his legacy, not just of service, but one of character uh, and one of leading from the front uh, and being there for people. And it's a special thing to be a part of. It really is. And the 9-11 Heroes Run, when, how many? Time, how long has that been going? Now, that is happening this year on September 19th. Correct. Uh, it does not always happen on September 11th because that's, it usually, I guess, runs usually have to be on weekends and You've and there's kind of a Navy ca- Air Force football game going on this and, year, and so, so. <laughs> we'll let Navy football take so, lead on that day. <laughs> so so we, we always go around 9-11. Correct. And what was the genesis of the run? Where did that come from? I mean, and how long has it been going on? Yeah, so actually it was Travis's uncle, Chris Mannion, uh, who came up with the idea to do this run because of Travis's visit to Rescue One in New York. And he thought it would be a a really great way, not just to honor our service members, but to also honor all of our our first responders, uh, our EMTs, our police, that all that front line uh, who were such a critical part of 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 what happened that day on, on the back end in that reaction place. And so it started in Doylestown. Uh, I believe it started in, in right in 2007. If not, it was 2008. I can never seem to remember if it was the year in Travis's right. KIA year or it was the year after. And then uh, Travis's mother, Janet, told Annapolis that we were next. <laughs> okay. So Annapolis is actually the second oldest run uh, in the series uh, well, you in the best. country. So how many runs so, are there? So normally in a, in a normal year what's normal what's normal anymore but you know so in a non-covid situation we would have upwards of 90 runs taking place not Mm -hmm. just across the country but around the world nine zero holy mackerel we have them run in bases in bahrain we've had them run on the decks of aircraft carriers 
We have people signing up to run virtually because they're not in a city or a location that has an in-person opportunity. Uh, so it's upwards of 90 going into last year in terms of the number of different events. It's funny you talk about honoring um, the first responders and the firefighters and the EMT and the police officers and everything else. And I just, it just, I just jotted a note down here saying it's sort of weird and that we're here in 2021, coming after a year plus of COVID. We've added a whole new group of people into first responders. We as far as the health, the health, the health the people. people, they were actually one of the two folks that we ran in honor of last year. We still did a run. Mm-hmm. We did it virtually and had an amazing turnout. I mean, over 600 people signed up to still find a way. How does a virtual run work? Part. I'm not a runner. Is yeah, that, is that I'm, just, I'm not a runner either. Yeah. And here I am a race director of a 5K. So yeah. that's that that that's not lost on me. <laughs> But I mean, I mean, what is, you, do, you, you sign up and you're given from X day to X day, go run your five, 5K. you know, your 5k and uh, run around your blocks and whatever it is, run in your neighborhood, find a path, do a jog path, whatever your can course be like the is. Couch the refrigerator for so, a beer, like number of times. I think whatever your definition <laughs> of a 5k would be, that'd be a lot of steps and going back and forth. I won't speak to how many beers may come out of the fridge uh, for each trip, but whatever your 5k is, that's how you do a virtual. So Marine Corps Marathon went that route. Several major runs from across the country did the virtual route and people still came out and participated. And I think that's great. Well, it's uh, a lot more about the project than it is the run itself. I don't think anybody that participates in this is uh, wakes up and says, you know, I think I need some exercise. I think I want to do the 9-11 Heroes Run. Well, we certainly do get some competitive runners. We are a run that does count towards towards times in oh, the sure. running space. But I think that's what makes our event so unique on the run calendar for Annapolis. It's We just happen to be a 5K. This is really about bringing the community together. Uh, to honor and remember, and and that's, I think, what makes it How so How many special. runners do we expect here in Annapolis? For this year, being the anniversary year of, of 9-11, we're, I mean, we're sitting here ready and prepared for 2,000, if that's the number that shows up. Uh, but we're, we're, we're feeling we could get pretty close. We were just under that in 2019, and uh, we were anticipating that much last year because our run was dedicated uh, to Brendan Looney, who was Travis's roommate. Uh, He was in a helicopter crash uh, three years after Travis uh, was killed Mm. in action. It was his 10th anniversary of his KIA date last year. And I challenged the committee when we sat down to think about, all right, what are we doing? Are we going to run? We had several of our runs that did not take place. We had choices to make if we were doing this last year. And I said... What's our raison d'etre this year? Why are we really doing this? And is it to to truly push forward and and do what we feel is right by Brendan to honor him? Uh, Also Naval Academy grad, right? Right. Travis's roommate there, now his roommate buried side by side in Arlington. I said, uh, and if we we all decide to move forward uh, in Brendan's name, then we're going to put something on that's, that's special and meaningful and people will still feel... They're a part of something. And, and every single committee member said that's exactly what we're doing, no matter what happens, whether we're allowed to be in person or not. And that's what we did. And we're very proud of, of what we put together and the comments people came back in with, even though they were, you know, running with their friend in their neighborhood around the cul-de-sac, right, sure. uh, with their pups. We weren't all at our home at Navy Marine Corps Memorial Stadium. So, again, another tie to the academy right. for us. Uh, but everyone felt... 
uh, a, they were thankful we were still doing it. So mm-hmm. I think it gave p- something for people to look forward to in a way uh, at the time. Which, which and, we, all, we all needed. Which we all needed. Uh, and, and people still felt like they were a part of something. And that's really what we strive for each and every year. Right. Well, this does happen at Navy Marine Corps Memorial Stadium. And what is the route? I mean, what's 5K at the Navy Marine Corps Memorial Stadium? So we're kind of half in the stadium and we're half out. We have an incredible partnership with the Admiral Heights neighborhood. Okay. Who's supportive every single year and letting us run the streets. That's because you don't have motorcycles. <laughs> we, <'Cause> they- <laughs> yeah, well, we do have two motorcycle <laughs> cops, thanks to the Anne Arundel County Police Department to right. lead the way out. Uh, <laughs> so it's half in the stadium uh, and then half in the neighborhood using most of the jog path uh, that's within the stadium. So we've grown now to where we had to expand our course um, which is great to, to say. Our first year out, we literally ran around the stadium three times. Okay, okay. Well, <laughs> that's hey, how we that's... started with a hundred people, and now we've you know we've been pushing seventeen hundred, eighteen hundred folks uh, oh. on course uh, in the last ten, twelve years. So it's been neat to see the growth of that's the event as well. Wonderful. How do we how do we register? How can we help? How can we run? Um, I know we can go to nine one one heroesrun dot org backslash Annapolis. Annapolis. Uh, that's where you can register. You can sign up to donate. Uh, you can create a fundraising team if you don't want to run, but you'd like to help uh, us meet our goal of raising twenty thousand dollars for the programs of the Travis Mannion Foundation. Uh, and what's the goal again? Twenty. Our our goal here in Annapolis is twenty thousand dollars to what's raise. What's the total that. goal for all the runs? Do you know? Everybody sets a, a different goal, and I think it has a lot to do with the area sure. and, and the numbers that can that can come out. Uh, so some some runs, the smaller runs, a thousand dollars is their goal, and they hit it. And we've managed, uh, thanks to the incredible generosity of this community. We've raised $20,000 every single year for the foundation for the last five years running. And so that's our challenge to the community every single year. We've been doing that five years in a row. We want to make it six well, I guess it doesn't, this year. It doesn't hurt that so. we're in a, a, a pseudo-military town. Never does, well, with, no. Uh, with the no, Naval Academy doesn't. and the Naval, <laughs> you know, the, the support center across the bridge and then the uh, Fort Meade certainly is. Certainly is, another uh, strong area yeah. for It's recruiting. funny. I don't, I don't think of us as like a... <laughs> A, a military town like you would think of like Norfolk or San Diego or something like that. But we, well, I guess I we really that, are. I think a lot of people simply don't understand that the Academy uh, is still technically a, a, a military it's, it's installation. A military and they still think of it as college. And as you know, they all like to say not college <laughs> over there. Um, so yeah, so it's, you, you can sign up to run, you can sign up to walk. So for those of you who are not fans of, of going now, quickly we're, now, distance, we're, so now we're talking we my go. language here. Uh, we do have a one mile family fun run that's contained within within the stadium grounds if you want to throw a rucksack on your back and add some weight we are partnered with go ruck and you can ruck the event is, as what, well that, that was a question so, i had i, I saw yeah. on the website this go ruck what is what is that so go ruck uh, is a partner organization with the travis Mannion foundation i believe it was also started by two two veterans and and having to haul a lot of weight and packs as part of your military experience, depending on what service you choose and what specific area of specialization they took, you know, that kind of concept and brought it into this space of, of working out and, and getting strong. And 
putting some weight on your back and being able to go so, do things and, and do some other so kinds it's of running warm-ups. Literally with so rest, right. running, it's running or walking or exercising, or exercising in some ways with varying types of weights. They have various levels that you can go for within the, the, the space. Uh, so we've got that going on as well. You'd get a special patch, uh, if you sign up to do that. Interesting. Uh, yeah. So that's been a fabulous, uh, additional partnership I, and, I and just a neat extra, again, it's just an right. extra neat way to, to experience this differently based on how you like to. Right. I imagine a lot things, of the so. uh, military and, you know, retired military and the, the veterans probably, they're the ones that probably would would jump on that a little bit. I'm- well, I, I got to say, me and one of our uh, one of my fellow committee members, we went ahead and and uh, we, we practiced to ruck, and we rucked the Marine Corps Marathon 10K this year virtually uh, with the you. Travis Manion Foundation. And and uh, while we have military members in our family, neither one of us have, have served, so you don't have to be military to do this. So if I can put 10 pounds on my back and and do, and do a 10K, then uh, I would say anybody can can probably make that. I'd say it's funny a couple of years ago. <laughs> I was at the sea trials for the uh, the mm-hmm. academy when they were uh, getting rid of their play beer, and having noticed her across the bridge, and they were uh, I'm trying to remember what thing I think they were going into the where they climb over the things, but they had to they grab the the O course or the E course, yeah. Maybe. Uh-huh. But they had to grab the pack and run with it, yeah. And there were some people that were really really struggling with them, and others that was like you know picking up. <laughs> Whatever it was, and and I and I asked the the detailer that was there. I said, "Why why is that?" He says, "Because some of them are empty and some of them have forty pounds in them. But if you touch it, you have to you have to wear it. Whichever so, one you so touch. It's, it's, <sighs> it's, so it's not like the, the, these plebes can run in and pick up. Oh, I'll take this one. It's like they they grab it and it's like, oh no, it's the one with forty <laughs> pounds. You know? And then I got to climb that stupid rope, get over that over that wall, and." Oh, but it, but it was funny because you'd see some of these, you know, I'll show my, my sexism here, but you see the, you know, these small female plebes pick up and take off like this. And then you see this big burly guy struggling like, like, you know, how, how is this? I'm sure some of our ladies picked up the 40 pound packs and made it, but it was hysterical when you would just sure. Cause I, I was going under the impression that they were all the same. Ah, and I'm like, okay, so how does this little Four foot ten, hundred and ten pound girl, just pick this up and fly like she's Tinkerbell. And this six foot three guy that was playing football, you know, is, is like barely able to get it on his back. It was hysterical. Trying well, to at least you it. got an answer. I, 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 I did, and I thought that was brilliant. You touch it, you, you know, you, you go, like you break it, you it's, buy it. You know, um, um, yeah. And folks can also uh, sign up to volunteer and be part of our crew that helps make things happen and helps put hands to, to making the experience what it is for the day. So lots of different opportunities. It takes to get, a lot to make it involved. run, doesn't it? It takes a lot. Yes, it and does. When did you, I mean, when do you start planning for this? I mean, it's <laughs> funny. I've heard a lot of people squawking now that we are, quote, unquote, out of COVID, uh, that how come that event is not happening? How come that event's not happening? And I keep saying events are like trains. They're slow to start, and then they get up to speed, and they're even worse to stop. Uh, so people are really hesitant. I mean, I'm sure when, when do you start planning for 2022? Usually we start in January. I mean, technically, you know, I should say we technically start the day after we end, but really January is when we, but again, okay. So you're you're taking a full nine months to plan a silly 5k race in the Naval Academy stadium. Um, well, it's not a silly 5K race. I would. It's, it's, push not, back, it's not silly, but, but no. But, but I'm just but saying. Sure, is, absolutely. You know, it's not 
This is not a, I mean, it's a big event, but it's not this gigantic festival concert type of sure, a thing. Sure, right. And it takes nine months. So that's the one thing is it takes so much time to plan and get all the logistics in there. And with the question mark of COVID, mm-hmm. um, you know. It, well, and we're still operating under that question mm-hmm. mark, I, I would say. And so all of our materials, all of our communications to everyone, just as it was last year, if if conditions change, then we will change and, and adjust and sure. with it. And it, it's, it's still going to happen one way or the other, but, what uh, but we're you, planning for in person. What, so. what do you need as far as help goes? I mean, what, I mean, you're the race director, so it sounds like <laughs> you're the one that's just, uh, you're the one pointing, pointing all the different directions and doing everything. Uh, no, 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 no. I, I have an incredible committee of, of volunteers, uh, two of whom are Naval Academy grads, one of whom, uh, is also still serving uh, in the Navy, not a grad. Um, each of them have their their part to play, and and they're the reason that we have an incredible event every year. So I'm I'm incredibly lucky to to, to have the honor to lead this group of folks. Well, what type of help to do help you need make it from volunteers? So from a volunteer perspective, it is everything from registering folks, you know, get them their their bibs and their shirts when they check in to just greeting folks and helping answer questions right out the gate. Where do I go? I'm looking mm-hmm. for this. I'm looking for that. We need folks to be there to hand out water bottles uh, when everybody crosses the finish line. If it's a hot day, as it tends to be, especially on our run day, folks need water right then and there. Right. Uh, we need hands to get things set up, whether it's cones or help our partners set up their booths, so lots of different different things. Sort of event afterwards, or is there an, an? You know, we're we're not one of those events that's really had much of an after party kind of. It's not necessarily a, a party. Thing. Uh, we do have an awards ceremony, and then it's pretty much break down and, and go home. Uh, to be honest, but that beginning part, our partner pavilion. Uh, mm-hmm. With all of our partners who come in, their combination nonprofit, like the Annapolis Library, one of our partners. So it's great to be in this building yeah. with one of them. We have a lot of our military recruiting folks come on out. So the Marines, Navy, Air Force, Coast Guard brings one of their small boats so you can climb on up and see what that's all about. And then we also have our incredible sponsor partners like USAA, Annapolis Cars, Teresa Beckman, who's a realtor with V-Cells, um, who are out there just you know, to be a part of the day, but to also actually allow us to, to make this what it is uh, each and every year. What would Travis think about this? You know, oh. it's funny because <laughs> you, you, you told me that you knew him yeah. before, before he got out of the academy. You know, I think, uh, first of all, I think uh, as, as his sister Ryan, who is the president of the foundation, likes to say, he'd be a little um, sheepish about the fact that the foundation is named after him. That just was not his style in any way, shape, okay. or form. But I think he'd also be incredibly proud. I think he'd be in awe of the community that's developed as a result of, of the work of this foundation and, and the people involved, not just with it, but the, the lives that we touch, whether it's young people through the Character Does Matter program, which is our youth character program, uh, whether it's our Gold Star families who we take on expeditions uh, to be together as a group to heal and to uh, do a, an event in in honor of their loved one, a service project so that they feel like they're giving back in a way on, in, on behalf of their loved ones, um, whether it's our veteran community. 
uh, who we train to do all of these programs and work with young people and uh, give them a sense of community, which they tend to feel they've lost once they leave the service. It's the, it's the highest percentage of why folks, when they leave the service, they f- say they feel disconnected all of a sudden. And so this community has allowed those connections to, to happen and to grow and to be with folks who've experienced things that you have. I just think Travis would be in awe, uh, not so much that it's in his name. He definitely wouldn't be on that <laughs> front, but, but, who he was as a person, I think, is carried out every day in the work of the foundation. And I think he'd really just be in in awe of it if he was And I've here. got to imagine this is uh, just a wonderful – I mean, obviously, it's a wonderful legacy for what Travis has left behind. But, you know, a constant reminder of what a true, genuine person, hero he was for his family. I'm, I'm sure that absent this, there's a lot of, you know – whether it be any any kind of parent that loses a son at some or a daughter at some point they get to the point and you know life life moves on and and it's it's sad but it's true but this is almost so beautiful and poetic in a way in that every single day there's something reminding them about the good of this as opposed to the fleeting moments I would think that may come into any other type of a situation. Well, and I think that's probably the case with anyone who experiences loss, right? You, you find a way to move forward. It's not about living in the past, but living with it. And, and I think moving forward and speaking as someone who, who has experienced loss, um, traumatically in, in a, in a way, uh, and, and I think, uh, you know, Ryan loves to say she was the older sister, but she looked up to Travis. She, he was her hero, you know, in terms of, of, of being a sibling. Uh, so again, I think it's a powerful community to be a part of. Um, there's lots of ways to be involved. Uh, the run is, is one of many ways. And it's, it's again, a way to come out and, and show appreciation. And I think, um, that's also, there's something to be said uh, for simply saying thank you. Just a quick question for you, Natanya. You, you said you knew Travis back when he was at the Academy. Before we started recording, you did say that you're not an employee of the Travis Manning Foundation. No, I'm not. I'm a volunteer. What drives Natanya Levy off to, <laughs> to, to do this? I don't know that I've been asked that in a while. <laughs> what still drives me, maybe, <laughs> is more appropriate. Um, I, I think, again, I... Not only am I the announcer for the team, but I'm a sponsor mom uh, and I'm part of the sponsor family program at, at the academy. Um, and, and the wrestling team considers me the team mom. And so I'm getting to help develop our, our next generation of, of Marine Corps and Navy officers and develop youth, which is a passion for me anyway. Um, and so I think for, for me, I think what it really genuinely boils down to is once September 11th happened, um, and I didn't start sponsoring till 2006, okay. officially anyway. I know how that unofficial stuff yeah, works. The unofficial, yeah, <laughs> a couple years before that for unofficial. <laughs> but for me, I, I think it was watching these young people, whatever service academy they selected, or if they went into the fire department or police department or EMT or any of those kinds of everyday frontline kinds of scenarios, they all made those choices after 9-11 took place. This horrific, traumatic event um, that really has, I think, forged a place for itself in our nation as these large events do over time. The fact that all of these young people made choices 
to go to the academies. Uh, and if you were going to West Point or if you were going to go Marine Corps through the Naval Academy and you graduated after 2001, you were going to Iraq. You knew exactly where your assignment was going to take you in those earlier years. And to make that choice on behalf of the rest of this country, to me, that's what drives me in the work that I do as a volunteer in, in Travis's name with this with this foundation. I want to honor those choices. And, and, and a lot of those young people haven't come home like Travis didn't. And, and that's what drives me. Uh, to continue being a part of this foundation and, and overseeing this particular event here in Annapolis for them. Do you volunteer other places or is this it? Uh, over time I have, I think, uh, you know, I'll be the first person to say that volunteering, there's, there's some element of selfishness there. And I don't know that people like to hear that, to mm -hmm. be honest, but you want to do something that makes you feel good, that makes you feel like you're contributing to something greater than yourself. Right. And, and so there's been other arenas that I've volunteered in, but, but this has certainly been one of the longer standing organizations. Sounds like uh, it digs a little bit and deep. Efforts. It, it digs deep, deep because I knew Travis and you don't have to know him to be a part of it. But I think for those of us who, who did, I was also very close to the family, close to Janet. It, it, it certainly has deeper, deeper roots for me personally. I know sure. one of his, well, the signature line, if if not me, then who? Not me, then who? You know, I see that on the bench out in front of the Eastport Fire Hall. Fire Hall, yep. And that's not a bad motto to live by. No, it isn't. No, it isn't. And it's the, the total thrust of everything the foundation does. You know, if I don't, right. who will? Who's going to do it? Who's going to? And, and it's, it's, you know, whether it's something big or something small, right? Um, you see someone struggling to open a door, go open it for them. Right. 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 Pick up the trash, uh, whatever. Pick up the whatever trash. Um, go ahead. And we, I think we talked about this uh, once before, but go ahead and let that person in yeah, yeah. <laughs> every once in a while. Not you and I can still debate that. Right. 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 <laughs> Me being the Philly girl that I am. I lost my Philly card last time I brought that up. <laughs> so I, I think it's about, it's, it's just as much about the little things and, and doing right when you can, as, as it is the big things. Uh, right. and, and if everybody lived by that motto every day and started doing things that way, I think uh, it would be really incredible what we would see. Well, everybody that is a runner or a rucker. Or a rucker. Or a, or rucker, a walker. Or a walker. <laughs> or just would like to support an incredible organization. Just come on out and be a part of the day. Yeah. Uh, come out and cheer them on. September 19th. What time does it get started at the Navy Marine Corps Memorial Stadium? So registration and partner pavilion will open at 11 o'clock this year. So this is great. So we can sleep early. in. We can sleep in. That's no, oh, correct. Can we register on the day of? You can register on the day of. And in Absolutely. advance. Absolutely. But advance, in advance probably works a little bit better for your planning. A little bit better. And also if you want to guarantee guarantee the amazing 9-11 Heroes Run t-shirt that you are given as someone who signs Annapolis Cars isn't giving up. out like, like free Subarus? They're not giving out free Subarus. I'm, I'm sorry to that say. That was a horrible rumor I heard. <laughs> and they're not even raffling one off either. So uh, August 31st would be the deadline to make sure you get one of these amazing t-shirts that, that lots okay, of people like to follow. 911heroesrun.org backslash Annapolis. Uh, if you miss the backslash Annapolis, it's going to show you the main thing, and you're going to be able to pick what run you want to do because you've got them all over the country, world. And world. 
Uh, if you can get on a uh, aircraft carrier, you can probably find one on an aircraft carrier too, I guess. As long as somebody wants to organize that, but it won't be me. <laughs> <laughs> and this is the only one that you do as an This is the only one that I do personally okay. in terms of overseeing. Uh, okay. That's correct. And then um, our opening ceremonies will kick off right around one thirty. Um, and I'm, I'm delighted to announce that, that we have an incredible special guest speaker this year who was a Pentagon survivor. So he was there at the Pentagon uh, when the plane hit oh. and was one of the ones that ran towards uh, the affected areas to try and, and help people get out. So retired Rear Admiral Hugh Weatherald uh, is our special guest speaker. He was awarded the Navy and Marine Corps Medal. Uh, for his actions that day, that is the highest non-combat decorative for heroism that can be awarded to a Navy or Marine Corps member. And we're just incredibly honored uh, that he agreed to to come and be our speaker and, and try to give a sense of what it was like uh, at the Pentagon that day. Well, September is going to be a time in Annapolis that uh, with plenty of opportunity to really remember what happened 20 years ago. And uh, Give us some thought. Give us some thought about what type of a country we live in, what type of people are fighting for us and um, have sacrificed for us. Certainly, uh, you know, the rear admiral in his bravery and going to help people and certainly Travis and Brendan, who, you know, paid the ultimate sacrifice. And the 911 Heroes Run is probably a good place to show that support, to show um, and honor the legacy of these people and everybody else that has, uh, you know, really gone on it. I know. And speaking of legacy and honoring this year, we're, we're specifically uh, honoring all 17 of the Service Academy graduates, but 14 of whom were from Navy. Yeah. Uh, that is who our run is in honor of this year. And, and in looking over the names, uh, and, and they range from lieutenants to, to vice admirals, they were, some were retired and still serving this country, even though they weren't in, in uniform. And, and, and I I think about one of these folks in particular, retired Captain uh, Charles Burlingame from the class of 1971. He was the pilot on the plane that was forced into the Pentagon. And I try to even think about what could possibly have been going through his mind, his mind and, and the one thing he was was able to do in terms of my understanding was to ensure it wasn't a direct hit. I, I believe he was able to angle the plane in a way that it hit the ground as opposed to going right into the building, if I'm recalling what I was reading correctly, and to even have that kind of wherewithal. I can't even imagine what must have been going through through his his mind as the pilot on that plane. These are the people as, as, as a human. I don't you know, I mean, how do you make that kind of a decision that quickly? And it's it's uh, mind blowing. Yeah. So we, we challenge I would challenge everyone uh, here in Annapolis to, to look up these service academy grads, learn their stories, learn stories of anyone that day. But for us this year in particular, mm-hmm. you know, learn their stories. This is who we're we're honoring this year uh, with with our event. 911heroesrun.org backslash Annapolis is where you want to go. We are here with Natanya Levioff, who is the race director, the volunteer race director of the 911 Heroes Run here in Annapolis. All to benefit the Travis Mannion Foundation, which you can find more information about them at travismannion.org, and that's M-A-N-I-O-N. And you know, thank you very much for your time today. Um, Thank you to Skip and his team at the library for (laughs) giving us this room for a little bit to chat. And um, 
I look forward to the run. I mean, whether I, I'm not sure, I'm not sure. I'm not a runner, but I may walk it. But if not, I'll definitely be there. Or at least cheering, come on out and cheering, just cheer. on, cheering we'll, on the cheering on the we'll people. We'll take cheering so brigades all day long. John, thank you so much for having me. This is it's been a delight as it as it is, and uh, and again, it's been neat to be here in the Annapolis Library as one of our partners. So very very nice full circle to say the least. Thanks. <laughs> this has been a bonus podcast from Eye on Annapolis. Please visit us at ionanapolis.net. Follow us on Facebook at All Annapolis and on Twitter at Ionanapolis. And if you haven't subscribed to the Daily News Brief podcast, go for it. And all of your local news will be delivered to your phone, tablet, or smart device by 6 a.m. every Monday through Friday.